Manx Radio's Countryside is brought to you by NFU Mutual. Hello and welcome to Countryside here on Manx Radio. I'm Simon Clark. And I'm Kiri Kermode. This week we catch up with the new Federation of Young Farmers Committee. And we went along to the launch of seeing Manx meat on the Tesco shelves. We spoke to Tim Baker, member of the Isle of Man Meats, and also to the chef who was displaying his wares outside. Well, great. Uh, we've got a, a wonderful chat coming up with uh, the whole new committee of the Federation of Young Farmers here on the Isle of Man, haven't we? There's uh, new chairman, new vice chairman, new secretary, new treasurer, which uh, it's quite unusual for them to all change at once, isn't it? It is very unusual, mm. but a few of them have been in the leadership positions for a little while. Finlow has always been at the forefront there, Finlow career, for the last four, five, six years. They're really, really determined to keep the young farmers going. It's such an old-fashioned title, isn't it? Young farmers, when yeah. nowadays it's everybody can get involved. You not have to be from the agricultural background. It's lovely to hear what they have planned for the year. It is, and of course, uh, a big day last week uh, outside Tesco, wasn't there? There was lots going on. Uh, the minister was there, The um, Tim Baker was there, and you know you were there as well with uh, a lot of the people from Isle of Man Meats, weren't you? It was a really, really great day for the Manx farming community and everybody involved with the meat industry. And, and to be very, very proud as well, having the, the Manx meat back on the Tesco shelves. It's been absent for a, a number of years now, but to see it back there, it was a very special moment, not only for the, the people at Isle of Man Meats, but to, even some producers came in attendance and... Um, all of the MHKs were, were so very proud of what the agricultural community have brought to the shelves again. It's very important. And one person that's been heavily involved is Tim Baker, MHK, the chairman of Isle of Man Meats. And we caught up with him to see his views. Absolutely delighted. It's a, it's a key day for this. I mean, obviously, the history has been well documented and the fact that we've not not been selling uh, Manx Meat in Tesco's for several years. You know, we, we set out intentionally to, to address that and uh, 18 months of hard work I'm absolutely delighted to uh, to be studied today and I think this is really significant for for the countryside and for, for Manx farming now You must be particularly delighted Tim because when you come on board with the Isle of Man meets uh, the committee and the department there um, you, you secured a deal off island with a company uh, and now this so it's been some giant leaps in the last uh, year or so hasn't it absolutely it's you know this is a business turnaround and you have to you have to do it in stages the first stage we did by taking it back into uh, in, 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 into public ownership and uh, getting the pricing back to the farmers correct so that that meant that we had the, the, the supply to come through the plant the, the next key point was was getting the right management team in and we've got Phil Parsons and, 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 and Jody running running the business uh, absolutely excellent uh, strength the team with bringing lights of, of, of Kiri in to strengthen the procurement side but fundamentally you need to be able to sell this product so we, you know we've secured the ability to bring the stock in and to process it but it's about it's about connecting to the customer and uh, our strategy that we put together as a team identified we needed to broaden our routes to market we did that initially off island with, with the Northgate Foods relationship which is going really really well and now we've got the on-island distribution uh, filling the gap with, with with Tesco, which is, you know, clearly it's been a big a, a big gap, and uh, you know, not taking anything away from our established relationships with, with with other retailers on the island and the butchers, which are very very important to us. But this we had to fill this gap. Yeah, well, of course uh, we will mention Shoprite. They've been a part of it and supporting uh, the Max Meat for for a long time as well. And and how how did you get how did you manage to get these ones involved? 
also Tesco yeah well it's been about establishing the credibility of the business making sure that everything was was, was done to the highest standards obviously the BRC uh, grade accreditation that the team secured uh, recently was was, was was important but it's about working with your customers it's about understanding their needs uh, and, and and also communicating the value of that's in the product so the the, the high quality of the Manx meat, the low food miles, the low use of antibiotics, the traceability, those things that are really, really important, together with obviously the understanding of the impact on the local economy and, and, and the health of the farming sector. Um, and for, for somebody like Tesco, you know, with a very conscious of the brand, they, they see the value in, 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 in local supply and uh, we've got a great product for them now and it's, it's very much a professional partnership ar arrangement. Yeah, for, for the other people who worry about live exports and things like that, will, will this help to combat that even more because there'll be more staying on the island? Ab ab absolutely. I mean, we've, we've, we've had a big uh, uplift in, uh, in throughput through the plants and, and a reduction in live exports already. The, the better we can get our sales capability, the more we can take from the farmers and the less the need is for, uh, for animals to go, to go off island. So this is, this is good news all around. And, you know, the way we look at the business is, is very much, it takes into account uh, not only the effect on, on, on the farming community and, and on Alabama Meats Finances, but actually also the impact on, 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 on live exports as well. We've got a range in, in store today of uh, obviously lamb and, and, and beef and various uh, roasting joints, shoulder, leg, etc, etc. Um, but this is very much a starter for 10 and we, we want to develop that in partnership with Tesco. So, uh, you know, we're, we're looking at what the next stage and how we can broaden the, uh, the product range because uh, people don't eat joints every, every day of the week. But, uh, you know, mince and, and, and dice, etc. Uh, the, the cheaper cuts are, are things that we want to, to bring into the range. But it's important to get the relationship started, and that's what we've done today, which is uh, great news. Machik, you've had a busy day here at Tesco's with Alaman Meats. What have you been doing cooking up today? Uh, I don't today. I used today two monks uh, type of meat. One was um, beef and one was lamb. And then a lamb on tour to the uh, Navarine of lamb, what is uh, kind of, it was uh, a French uh, lamb stew. And it is quite light, isn't it? Compared to the British lamb stew, you know, we'd have a lot more thick gravy. This is it's quite a light dish. It is a quite light dish, but uh, also it's very nice and tasty, very tender. And, and uh, it's like natural gravy done from uh, uh, veg vegetables and the meat and has been cooked on the very low temperature for quite a long time. Also, you can do it at home for, or use the slow cooker. Yeah. And how have you found the quality of the, the beef and the lamb that you've used? Uh, it's one of the top quality what I used so far in uh, my, my career and uh, very nice, fresh and uh, cooked to perfection, to perfection. It's very nice, tender and uh, so tasty. Yeah. And how have you found it interacting with the public at Tesco? How, has it been quite a positive day? Uh, it was, yeah, it's a well positive day, but some people have been... Uh, I, I, it's something new was a uh, lot of people because they not been fancy for beginning walk through to the desk or try some food but when they finish the shopping they they, they, they see in the shop the monk's meat is back on the shelf and they try some and they some of them come back and to buy some as well <laughs> <laughs> that's always a good thing but it has been bitterly cold today so the stews have definitely been the belly filler yeah that that's was today yeah yeah that was a top dish today
make the people warm and hold the customer around. That was Machik, Isle of Man Meats chef, and Tim Baker, MHK and chairman of Isle of Man Meats. You're listening to Countryside here on Manx Radio with Kiri Kermode and myself, Simon Clark. Well, as we mentioned at the start of the programme, uh, all new at the Federation of Young Farmers here on the Isle of Man. And we were lucky enough to get all four of them up into the studio to have a chat with us about how they're looking forward to the year ahead. Uh, Bryony Neal is the new secretary. Hannah Moore, the new treasurer the Vice-Chairman, Stevie Corran, and also the current chairman that was elected for this year, Finn Locria. It's quite a a big organisation, isn't it? It's not just the Isle of Man that uh, is involved with this. You have to deal with a lot of um, UK federations and even further afield than that, I'd imagine, at times. Well, the Young Farmers Federation is a huge movement, but it's not about farming anymore. There's a lot of people from all walks of life getting involved. But they do great things for charities, you know, the environment. They've got lots of ideas and plans for that. But also the exchanges. You make lifelong friends. And I know that the Isle of Man Young Farmers have got an exchange coming up, which would be always great to hear about. But one of the uh, roles that's been filled for quite a number of years by Kelly Keane, and that's been taken over by Hannah Moore this year. And Hannah, it's uh, big shoes to fill. It is, definitely, after so long as well. Um, Kelly's done a great job, um, but with a great team beside me, I think we've got a good year ahead. Yeah, and is it? it is a... a quite a lot i suppose going on in the in when you're treasurer because there is a lot of events that uh, you are raising money for lots of charities isn't there yeah so it's not just being involved obviously like behind the scenes and sorting all the invoices and things like that out but yeah when we are doing um sponsorship or yeah raising money for charity it's being out there and collecting the money and presenting it to the charities at the end of the year and we've got a lot of charity work coming up in the next couple of months as well so yeah yeah, kickstart the role with a <laughs> with a busy few months yeah but you're looking forward to the to the challenge of it though yeah definitely and um as i said kelly's always there to still help us and we've got a great team brian neal is our new secretary of the federation of young farmers you've been assistant for a couple of years now brian you looking forward to taking on the main role yeah um a bit daunting but you know big boots to fill because Haley's done such a good job over the last three years um but yeah, like I can only echo what Hannah said. We've got such a good team this year. Um, we're all like pretty good friends, really good friends, in fact. So, you know, together we can hopefully push some new ideas and exciting things to the members and get the young farmers out there even more. So, you know, carrying on what Haley did, basically. So, yeah, it's uh, looking forward to it. But, you know, nervous but excited. So it'll be good. And it's one of those things, you know, that, that it's been part of the Isle of Man even when I was growing up, the Young Farmers Federation, uh, not quite so many farmers in it now. Does that make mm. it a little more difficult? No, not really, because it's not just about farming. You know, there's lots of different things that we do that isn't, you know, related to farming. But it is a good uh, way to introduce them to things because some people don't have, you know, a clue about what Young Farmers is like, what goes on on a farm, you know. So it's about educating people as well into that. And like lots of people you know they don't have a clue they get into it and they find actually they want to be involved more so you know in working or like educational things so um yeah it's great it's you know getting our reach out there to not just the farming community because people in the farming community sort of know what we're about really so yeah introducing it to more people is all all we sort of strive for as well so it's a uh, good yeah 
And it's great how the young farmers, they, they do things monthly, weekly, even, you know, netball. It's a yeah. weekly sport. It's a big, high-profile event on the Isle of Man every Sunday morning. And you guys, you, you always strive to put a team in that each year too. Yeah, definitely. We've got two teams this year um, in different leagues and they're, they're doing well. Yeah, we get good support and everything. And it's not just the netball. You know, we've got the rugby, so we try and get a few games. Obviously, the Paul Cleland um, Memorial Match on Boxing Day, which is always really well supported and a great event. And then we try and get maybe one or two um matches against the police or the fire services and stuff so yeah it's it's great it's not just about farming like you say so there's a good mix of everything for everyone yeah and let's turn to the chairman for this year uh finlo career uh you've had a year uh, learning under uh i suppose lots of past chairmans and charlie corkle uh, was the chairman last year so you sort of i suppose do you shadow them and keep a close eye of what what they what their roles in, in involve well i've uh I've done it before anyway, but yeah, sort of, yeah. All right. Uh, how have you got in for a second term then? Um, well, <laughs> eh? I don't know. He's a good leader. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, something like that. But uh, yeah, it's just um, just do what, just all muck in together, and as long as you've got a good group, it's pretty plain sailing. It's just. Yeah, well, of course, you're, you're heavily involved still in the farming side of it, and you've got the team around you that are some aren't involved in the agricultural side in particular. So I suppose that makes a good mix where you're trying to keep both sides of it, um, you know, happy, really. Yeah, and that uh, gives us a reach into, like, what other people are doing and other companies that we can get involved with to do stuff and keeps us modern, current sort of thing. Yeah, is, is it the same sort of trend, though, off island where you go to other places where you know there aren't quite so many involved in agriculture but still involved in the federations of young farmers uh i think it's quite area specific really i suppose it depends what committees have had over the years i think lots of clubs meet once a week and then lots of clubs are demising off as well i think it just depends on area and what the sort of what the probably what their farming culture is around that area and how they're sort of like getting on with it but it's with like the non-farming events too, Finlay. You got the public speaking, you know, the the awards for for the club of the year. You know, they're accumulated over the whole of the summer. Some of the events that they have to go to for the club of the year. What what would they have to do for that? Um, so it's like a. There's, we've got like so the public speakings, as you mentioned. Um, field day, Stubbs quiz, all the stock judgings yeah, as yeah. well. So we have like there's four, five stock judgings a year. Mm-hmm. So it's a huge amount of events each year to organise. So, Bryony, you're going to be a really busy person getting them organised. But like I say, having Finlow as an agricultural person can connect all of the, the mainstay events, such as the stock dungeons and such like, but then also bring it all together to put it to the community. You've got some great ideas coming forward with the, um, hopefully in the future, with planting of the saplings. I thought that was a great idea, Bryony. Yeah, hopefully. Um Basically, what they do over at National, which is the sort of federation for the UK, um, they've set up a scheme with the Woodland Trust so they can plant trees basically to sort of protect the future. So we'd quite like to introduce that. We've spoken about it a bit. So doing that over here, you know, giving something back as well. So hopefully we'll, we'll get on with that. Yeah. And Stevie, the vice chairperson. Good day to you. <laughs> <laughs> nice You've to been you. involved with the Young Farmers for many, many years and coming on to the <clears> Federation, <throat> it, it must be a, a bit of an achievement for you. Yeah, well, a lot of my past family, eh, so a lot of past members, they're still my current <laughs> family members, um, but they previously also have held the position as vice and chairman of the Federation. Um, I have been involved for a number of years, but as me and you went to school together, Kiri, I, I'd hate to see just how many years I have been in it for. I wouldn't want to give anything away. Um, 
previously, the past few years, I have thought more about becoming vice chairman, but with my partner, Hayley, being the previous secretary, it wasn't going to happen. We've got two young children, two-year-old twins, and to be able to split our time so we could both go to events, it was never going to happen. But now, with Hayley stepping down, it was like a natural progression for me to step up and become vice for the Federation. You'll have seen quite a few changes, I suppose, over the years then, Stevie, have you? I have seen one or two sunrises yeah. before, Simon. But, um, <laughs> yeah, there has a lot changed in the young farmers. From when I first started to have an event, you were given a date once a month at a club meeting in a parish hall, and everyone met at an event. And you wouldn't see people until the next event, and you wouldn't you wouldn't connect with people the same. But now, with social media, Facebook, WhatsApp, all, the, all these other ways of talking to people it's a lot easier to organize an event um and you can almost like we've got a meeting tomorrow night and it was only organized the other day but it's just so much easier these days to try and bring people together um previously it was never like that you, you had to meet people either at the farmer's arms on a sunday afternoon sunday afternoon evening or you could uh see them once a month at the club meetings and yeah there has been a lot of change within the old farmers movement um even events, though, such as um, the field days and things like that. I mean, previously, there's a lot of older types of events which we don't do these days. Um, you got to try and keep it modern. you got to try and, you know, keep with the times of what people are wanting to do. Silly things like what people are putting in the baking in the field day. Um, yeah, like, you've just got to put modern classes into certain things and you need to, uh, let's say, move with the times and keep people interested. Finlow, uh, Eden Valley was mentioned. It's not some sort of cheese or butter, is it? Uh, no, it's uh, a young farmers club coming over from away. It's always good to get people over, meet new people and talk about what they do and have a good time out around the town and stuff. Yeah, do, do their events change? Are they, are they a lot different events that they do compared to the Isle of Man Federation? Uh, not too much because there's like a standard sort mm. of uh, federation list of events that you can pick off so i think they probably they're a bit more uh not professional but a bit more, a bit more proactive, proactive on like stock judging and stuff and public speaking that than we are maybe like they take it a lot more seriously and they can raise they can go up quite high to like be the best stock judger out of all of them in the united kingdom or whatever the uh the exchange trips through is a good way meeting new people as well from all the clubs um we had a previous exchange, we had Northumbria young farmers come over at the end of April this year and then our Northern Area Competitions weekend was held um, just above uh, Ponteland, above Newcastle and that was the hosting club was Northumberland and um, to meet people before you go to a competition like that you know, across the water and to have some connections and have people that you can speak to about various things is always good to, to have. Um, so hopefully with meeting with Eden Valley this weekend when they come over, take them on a farm walk, get to meet a few people and then in future when we're going to events in their area, they'll host us. Um, it's just good to meet people and you know have connections in different parts of the UK. Yeah, and you're not inviting them over at Christmas time for the the big event that's growing and growing? Yeah. <laughs> the, the tractor run? Yeah, the Christmas tractor run. Um, it was something we organised um, last year. Um Charlie Corkle, our previous chairman, it was his little baby that, and it was kind of um, a last minute thing really, um, and we're almost victims of our own success, we never realised it was going to be as big as it was. Um, it was we unbelievable, did, the amount of people yeah. Yeah. watching and sp supporting, spectating. Um, yeah. we did, the public didn't moan too much? 
No, I don't think there was no, any. No. I think the only moan was that people didn't see enough of us where we were. Um, that was one of the problems we had. We were on a, quite a short time scale, really, because we were trying to stop in different places for people to see, and we weren't staying around long enough. There's there's people coming out of the houses as we were pulling away, and I don't think growing up on farms and in the farm community, we appreciate kids seeing tractors mm. um, and just the spectacle that it was of all these tractors covered in lights. It's like the old man's own version of the Coca-Cola wagon <laughs> going around, you know. Um, and I think because last year we realised after the event how popular it was, we've set a lot of things in motion this year. There's been a lot of people trying to get on board with it. Um, this year's two charities um, that we're going to put the money to that we raise are going to be Allman Breast Cancer um, because that's close to the hearts of members in the uh, in the Young Farmers and the other charity is I'll Listen um, I'll Listen, I don't know if many people have heard of it but it's a mental health awareness in youngsters they have the same catchment uh, age range as the Young Farmers have that's why it's very appropriate for us um, mental health awareness in farming um, is something that goes unseen um, you just think farmers just get on with it, they get on with everything else every day but to have a an organisation like I'll Listen, which is, although in the Young Farmers people do talk, you're not always comfortable talking to your friends about problems. So I'll Listen is, is an organisation which we feel is good to get on board with. So if people in the farming community do want to speak to somebody about problems they've got going on, especially youngsters, it's there. And that's why that's one of our chosen charities. And obviously, if there's anybody that's interested in <coughs> donating, get in touch in the usual channels and mm. yeah. keep an eye on our social media pages for updates on it. We've got Sponsor Attractor, um, and that's not just as an individual. Uh, there's corporate sponsorships we've having for that, and that's so you can have your name on Attractor. Um, so when it goes past, there is already companies that have uh, that have put money towards tractors, and, we, and there isn't a set amount you got to put towards corporate and you know businesses they're obviously putting more in what an individual will yeah, it's such a great idea stevie and so many people can get involved with this as well you know come out on the streets and see them go by and and you know it's such a great movement the young farmers and it has so much going on and and Bryony, you've got more events coming up too yeah yeah with the christmas tractor run and then obviously we've got the boxing day we've got netball tournament into clubs so all the clubs put like mixed teams in and play against each other so it's just a good sort of afternoon for a laugh out really um and then by the time sort of Christmas is over and done with, people are full-blown concert prep then for our annual Young Farmers concert, which is on the 12th, 13th and 14th of March this year, um, the Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So it's obviously um, very, very busy, busy time, but um, it's always a fun time and we're really well supported with our great sponsors, Conester Bank. So um, they're with us again this year, which will be uh, obviously very useful and yeah, well, you've mentioned it now. Will the people be queuing outside the sea terminal tomorrow now? <laughs> for well, yeah, exactly. They're yeah. always there. Sort of last year, we did it the first year where we sent Young Farmers members down to support them and provide tea and coffee and cakes for them because they're there queuing from like 8 p.m. the night before. Yeah, the night before, aren't they? So, wow, um, yeah, we've got a few meetings to set up the ticket sales and things. So, dates of uh, ticket releases will be out soon so people can look out for that. Okay. Who's the best? Uh, netball player. Oh, Hannah Moore. Is she? <laughs> yes. <laughs> any of the blokes any good? Oh, they are actually. Yeah. Yeah. They're more competitive than yeah. the uh, girls. Yeah. Just you wait till this Sunday. 
Yeah. It's more like rugby than netball when they get <laughs> going. It's supposed Oysters. to be non-contact, but uh, yeah, things change then. It is it is good that Conister have got on board again um, this year for our, our principal sponsor um, for the Young Farmers. Sponsor for the Young Farmers um, for the concert is a massive thing, and mm. without them, I don't think we could put the show on. Well, we couldn't put the show on. Um, I did hear a rumour that Andy Bass himself might actually come down early in the morning when we're queuing for tickets and uh, buy coffees for people himself. <laughs> <laughs> and Hannah, last but least, anything else going on? Yep, so um, another event that's coming up is the Prime Stock Show. So um, uh, I think it's a week on Monday. We'll um, head to Nokalo to uh, judge the live Prime Stock and then later on in the week we'll head up to the abattoir to... Um, have a look at the carcasses all hung up and um, we're very grateful for the support of those behind le- allowing the young farmers to do that um, I know it's not just as straightforward as everyone thinks um, so yeah that's a so there's plenty date. going on this next couple of months yeah, so definitely. definitely get involved with the young farmers is all we can say yeah of course anyone's welcome to come to any of our, our events and have a go so you know it's not all you don't have to be a member to have a go but obviously we'd welcome you to join up to any of our four clubs That was a very enthusiastic Young Farmers Federation Committee for 2020. And that was Finlow Crea, the chairman, Stevie Corran, the vice chairman, Bryony Neal, the secretary, and Hannah Moore, the treasurer. Really sound enthusiastic about trying to get the the ideas from the people who are are involved in in the clubs, aren't they? They are. They're hungry for new ideas and they're so determined to raise money for all of the local Isle of Man charities. And they do a great job in that with the Young Farmers Concert, which is only around the corner, like they said. But the events on the run up to Christmas and getting everybody into the spirit, um, you know, from agriculture events like the Prime Stock Show, the tractor run with all the bright lights and um, getting everybody involved, young and old. Indeed. Well, we'll leave it there for Countryside for this week. We've tried to cram in as much as possible. Don't forget, if you've missed parts of the programme, uh, you can download the podcast you can subscribe and download it free of charge uh, at manx radio's website www.manxradio.com and you can get all the information about current and uh, previous shows as well for this week though that's it we'll be back at the same time next week with more from the countryside so for me simon clark and me kiri kermit we'll see you then bye-bye bye-bye